On this deep episode, we dive into the journey of self-discovery and the connection of spirituality with the modern-day warrior. Our special guest today is Navy SEAL Jason Pike, who is a highly spiritual warrior and the co-owner of United Defense Tactical. Now, Jason bridges the gap in his tactical firearms training by empowering individuals to embark in a journey of self-discovery in order to infuse spirituality into their life. Now, this is a tell-it-like-it-is, nothing politically correct here, that's for sure, just brutal honesty. Stand by. What's up, a warrior, my brothers? Welcome back to the Man of War. My name is Rafa Conde, and I am your host. I am the founder of this Man of War movement, and it is all about forging you into a modern-day warrior. It's about strengthening your mindset, your self-discipline, your self-confidence, and more importantly, about living a life that embodies the warrior spirit. My brothers, if you don't know already, there's a huge buzz going around. Why? Because the Conclave of Warriors is happening downtown Miami, Florida, December 1 and 2. We are bringing together seven warriors, seven elite warriors into the house. Check this out. The Hyatt Regency Miami. We are bringing down the house with Navy SEALs, Jason Redman, Brent Gleason, and Ray Cash Care, along with ATF undercover agent and New York Times bestselling author, Jay Dobbins. We also have one of the top two entrepreneurs this country is seeing right now. These guys are influencers big time. We got Bedros Koulian and Bradley in the house. We're going to have breakout sessions. We're going to have q and sessions and keynote presentations by these warriors that are going to blow your socks off. So be prepared for one of the most powerful events you have ever been to. This is, again, Hyatt Regency, downtown Miami, December 1 and 2. Grab your tickets now before they sell out, and they will sell out at conclaveofwarriors.com. That's conclaveofwarriors.com. I'll also have a link on the show notes. All right, guys, I have a great episode for you in store here. Before we get started, I'm going to ask you to do something for me. Go out there to iTunes. Leave us a review. It is absolutely imperative that you do that. Why? Because this is how we continue trending higher. And more importantly, this is how this movement gets disseminated out there for other individuals, warrior-minded individuals like yourself, to get to listen to the podcast, to get inspired, right? To get that mindset that we talk about in this show and to get on track to being a modern day warrior because guess what? We need more modern day warriors. If not, you would not be listening to this podcast. And don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at man of war with two R's. We have some great content for you every single day. And we're immersive in the sense that you DM, you can go into our stories and, and bottom line is you can kind of get a feel of what the man of war movement is all 
about. All right, forgingawarrior.com. That is our online warrior development academy. We've updated it. We literally have over 225 men in that academy right now. I want you to go there at forgingawarrior.com, and I am going to give you 14 days absolutely free, no strings attached, and take a look at it. You know, involve yourself in it. We got virtual training lessons, a bunch of different resources, and now we're going to bring in the new webinar app. And that will happen, I believe, in the next couple of weeks or so, where we can give you a webinar and have a Q&A session, one-on-one Q&A sessions, really cool things that I'm going to be implementing into this Warrior Development Academy over the next week and a half, two weeks. And by the way, if you haven't seen the new Kaizen t-shirt, Kaizen Constant Improvement you got to go check it out, man. We've literally, that's been a bestseller. We've sold over 150 t-shirts over the last, what, week, week and a half since it's been released. Very, very solid. Uh, go check it out at manofwarswag.com. That's manofwarswag.com. We have a bunch of different t-shirts there, hoodies, hats, all that good stuff. Uh, go get yourself some Man of War gear. All right, let's jump right into this show. And guess what? Like I always say, whip out a pen and paper because there's so many good tidbits of wisdom that you can integrate into your life right here and right now. Let's get right into it. Jason Pike, welcome to the Man of War podcast, my friend. It is an absolute honor to have you on. Thank you, man. It's an honor to be with you. I was talking to you a little bit before the show that you say it how it is and you're a big believer being a straight shooter. Can you introduce yourself for our audience, please? From 2000 to 2005 active, I did one reserve till 2006 and I contracted for a year. Nice, nice. So let's talk a little bit about your mindset and where you have taken it to do what you do now, specifically in the firearms range and and going out there and teaching our first responders and teaching guys out there that really want to step up and learn how to shoot, more importantly, protect themselves. Um, I'm very clear when they come to my course what the expectations are. And if uh, they don't want to push themselves, um, they can pack up and go home and we'll give them their money back. I don't I want to produce great shooters, not for myself, so they can go home and, and like I said, go home to their families and be able to protect their families. The money means nothing to me. But let me, to add to what you're saying, you know, let me say this as I tread lightly here because I understand it. Um, even, this happens all over the world in every profession. We often see men come in for the wrong reasons. Um, and not understanding the separation of a lifestyle versus a job. Um, Here in Texas, in many counties, um, they're given free ammo, and they're not required to qualify more than twice a year. And a lot of these police officers are not doing it. You know, the physical fitness standards aren't up to par, in my personal opinion, to meet today's threat um, head-to-head and overcome it successfully. And that also applies into the range or threat recognition training. Now, there are uh, departments throughout the U.S. who are really advanced and very impressive. But one of the things I see mostly is they have a it's a job mindset where it's eight to five. It's not all they have to do is pass a PFT test and a hundred round, excuse me, 50 round qualification once uh, every six months or whatever that is. and, And that's okay. And in my mind, as someone who carries a gun, Um, and a protector, you know, it's a lifestyle. It has to be a lifestyle. The moment you allow it to be a job, you're placing me in danger and other people in danger. So 
so when we talk about the mindset of someone and, and let's you know not even focus so much on law enforcement or the military but on on civilians on vetted civilians that do want to step up and be able to carry a firearm be able to learn hand-to-hand combat be able to understand that you know when they walk into a restaurant where they're seated makes a big difference from surviving or dying you know how do you teach that i mean what's your uh, the, the way that you, you go out there and disseminate this type of information? Um, you, know, you know, like I said, I'm a very forward uh, type of guy, and I set my expectations of these people, the students, far in advance. And I say, I can't control you, but I want you to understand. This is one thing I tell a lot of people, especially when I do the LTC classes. At the end of the class, I want to I say, or just any of our courses, I just say, I want you to look at how many rounds you miss. And we are not in a stressful environment. The sun's out a little bit, a little bit of sweat. There's nothing threatening here. And you've missed so many rounds. You know, every one of these rounds is a dead body. Now I want you to put yourself in a restaurant where people are running. We've got moving targets, um, possibly people dying, even someone who is in your family laying there dead and you draw your gun, and it's a good thing for you to see this, but the reality is if you go home and don't practice, you're going to be more of a danger than the actual active shooter himself. And I even go as far as when I see people come back to my classes who haven't trained, and I ask them, and I just say, you know, how, how many times have you trained? And some of them I've had say, well, it's been eight months, and they've never even went to range again. And I tell them, here's the deal. I said, I love you as a person. I've always been you know, honest with you and, and try to give you the best training that uh, you deserve. But if you ever see him in a restaurant and an active shooter comes, don't draw, especially in my direction, because the reality is, you know how as an officer, it happens in a split second. The way people think that we can logically process this within a half a second, it's not possible. So if even if they're a good Samaritan, an LTC holder, if they're throwing rounds and they don't know they're throwing rounds and innocent bystanders, they become an active shooter. And you really have to bring life and death into your training to get people to understand the severity of it. And another thing I do is uh, I'm a big Second Amendment advocate before I say this. But the reality is we don't live in the times that, you know, a couple hundred years ago. It's just not a way of life anymore. They carry guns. They train with guns every single day. And people have this, uh, you know, we have this mindset now that it's an entitlement. You know, it's an entitlement for us to protect ourselves in our homes, absolutely. But truthfully, there are people who should not be carrying guns any more than there should be people um, out there driving who can't drive because they pose a danger, you know, to others. It's just a fact. So it is an obligation. It's not a right to carry a gun, in my personal opinion. And that's how I train them. That's a good point. We have, at times, you know, individuals that, you know, do believe that it is an entitlement to carry a firearm. And listen, you know, I don't want to really get into all that discussion about the Second Amendment, but the bottom line is like, like what you just said. There are many people out there, and I agree 100%, that the reality is that they should not be caring. And I see this over and over again. Um, even individuals that attend my seminars, I teach firearms, I teach knife combatives, you know, I travel all over the world, man, in the, in the middle 2000s, you know, I had military contracts overseas. 
I dealt with a lot of guys out there. And I got to tell you, you know, no bullshit. I would say seven out of 10 should have never been carrying a firearm. Never. <laughs> as soldiers, as police officers. And absolutely, uh, you know, if, if, you tr if you've traveled and taught overseas in South America, specifically in third world countries, you know, you're looking at it, you're saying, holy oh, shit, goodness. man, you're using, you know, ear uh, bullets for earplugs and they're, they're putting, you know, the uh, holsters that are socks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely. So, what's your take on on nowadays? I mean, the the guys that come in and want to learn from you and want to really go out there. Do you see that there is a difference, say, between guys that want to come in just to learn how to shoot, or guys that come in and really want to make it a lifestyle and really want to change their mindset to protect their families? Yeah, you know, the I think the first thing I use a lot of psychology. You know, we use a lot of psychological warfare in the SEAL teams, and psychology is a very useful tool that I still use in our training today. My brothers, just a quick reminder, December 1 and 2, Miami, Florida, at the Hyatt Regency, we are bringing seven warriors together on one stage. We're talking about bringing the house down. This is a two-day immersive immersive conference where you're going to be able to have Q&A sessions, breakout sessions. We're going to have a VIP party. It's going to be absolutely freaking mind-boggling, all right? So I want you guys to go to conclaveofwarriors.com and get yourself a ticket before they're sold out. We also have VIP tickets and general admission tickets. I'm going to give you a code here, okay? Code June, J-U-N-E. If you put that in there between now and June 15th, you will get $100 off your general admission or your VIP tickets, all right? You don't want to miss this event. It's going to be a life-changing event for you, no doubt about it. Conclaveofwarriors.com. And um, I try to use our manhood against us in a way. And what I mean by that is we have egos. From the day we were born, we have the egos and pride and um, it's just built into us. And oftentimes when we come into situations, we think we got to impress someone. We got to be better. We got to be the top dog. And when two for safety right, right. issues, you know, number one, when they, I say, man, look here, we come in. I'm no better than you. I'm just a guy that has knowledge and I'm going to pass what I have on to you. And at the end of the class, I say, hey, I want you to teach me something or you're going to give me negative feedback. You're going to do something because each one of us has the potential to be a leader but they're so afraid they're so afraid because maybe they were never given sure. that opportunity maybe they're not educated at that point to be a leader and there's some people who are born leaders some of them can grow into it but everyone has the ability to do that um but i really you know i've probably got in the last year probably about 10 guys who hit it really hard and heavy and they're constantly contacting me through phone or social media and saying hey check this video out and i'll critique them and the training that they're doing to continue their education is just night and day you know i can only give these guys so much knowledge in two days and the people who really stand out um, one they take it serious obviously are always the one who comes and with a notepad and writes stuff down and you're going to you're only you're going to retain, you know, that you're only going to retain maybe 30 percent and a whole day of training, if that, you know, so you need a notepad. But I, I like it because 
I won't say that I look at them like they're a byproduct of me, but I know I've done something good when I see someone and the the muzzle discipline and the finger disciplines there and the running and gunning and communicating and in the exact same ways that I did as a SEAL. So it's, it is, it's humbling to know that, you know, it, there's the capability is out there, we know, within the U.S., so... So let's uh, flip hats a little bit. Let's take it outside of the range. Let's talk about fear a little bit, okay? Uh, one of the biggest elements that I feel stop individuals from being successful in life, from going forward and doing things that are good, that are, that are uh, for lack of a better word, that are solid, right? Things that kind of people out there just have this fear of, going into the unknown what's your take on fear and how would you recommend conquering fear yeah man i tell you what fear is, uh, is uh, it it's very hard to overcome and i'll tell you why number one fear doesn't exist it never has and it never will and this is why it's very hard to overcome fear is just the lack of us not knowing what's going to happen or maybe we not we don't know what the situation holds so we fear failure or whatever but if we really dig into psychology um, and the human brain what we find is or what psychologists have found is fear or our self-worth or lack of self-worth is always related to our past it could be due to bullying it could be due to uh, molestation it could be due to you know our fathers never saying hey you did a good job maybe our father wasn't around or our mother maybe we we're involved our family was involved with drugs something has affected every single one of us and that includes me you know I've been affected as a child I had my childhood you know my manhood ripped away because I couldn't protect my mom and my sister in an abusive relationship and and I it took me going to a weekend getaway that my family sent me two years ago and it's called the crucible project and what they do is they psychologically they dig and dig and dig until they find exactly what is holding you back in whatever areas and mine was just anger at the time and it was because i lost that ability as a protector like i said we're designed to be protectors of men and we don't even know it it's wired into us and the moment it was stripped from me it caused me to go into a fighting rage as a young man um, just being very rebellious and i never knew why and what it did is it caused me to fight for many many years i mean just fist fight every week i was in a fist fight I'm getting in a lot of trouble, and it is also another reason why I chose, you know, to go into the SEAL teams as a protector because um, that's what I wanted to do. I never wanted – I wanted to be the elite of the elite, the best of the best so nobody could kill and you can't affect them. But the reality is we're all affected, and until, you know, what, four years ago when I went to this uh, Christian counseling deal did i realize that is what affected me and for a while i sat there man i was like man there's no way this is what's affecting me but they kept drilling me and drilling me and drilling me and it didn't all came out and i was like man that's interesting so the the number one thing we have to do is accept that we're not as strong as we think we are you know we look at special forces guys we look at law enforcement and think oh my gosh there are heroes you know there's nothing wrong with these guys and it's because there's very few of us who actually will go out and say, you know what, I had problems in my life and I'm still dealing with stuff at home and with my family and with my kids. I'm still learning to be a father. I'm still learning 
to find my way to God. You don't see that. And the people who are supposed to be these role models and leaders, it's not happening. And and here's what I tell people. You think a, a trident or a badge or something mean or whatever it is in the fitness world, you think that means that they're a leader and role model? No, sorry. They're not. Leaders and role models are out there showing you that how we overcame stuff. They're showing you how to overcome it, and, and they're there for you when you fall. They're going to show you that I'm you're just as strong as I am. But most of these guys, they keep that mindset. The only way I can keep the society's mindset is the only way that we can keep our followers and people thinking that we are these gods, if you will, is for us to stay on a pedestal. And the only way I can stay on a pedestal is to stay above you as an individual. And that's to keep my mouth shut, don't post anything that's going on in my life, and stuff like that. And I'm sorry. I have no respect for people that do that. I don't care what your background is. If you were a true leader, a true leader, then you would be out there leading. You're going to be mentoring. You're going to be showing these people, hey, we're all screw ups. We made mistakes and you can climb out of it. And I don't see that a lot. So amen to that, man. That's my opinion. Amen to that. Anyway, for what it's worth. Awesome. Awesome. So let's dive deep into Jason here. All right. What has been one of the most difficult challenges in your, in your life and how have you overcome it? Oh, man. <laughs> well, um, I, I tell you what, this this goes to, like I said, we naturally seek war. Um, I actually got a book coming out here. I'm going to finish it. It'll be finished at the end of summer. And, awesome. it's, dis and it's discussing the difference in um, the two types of warriors that each man or woman has. And it's a spiritual warrior. And we are, and especially in today's society, is showing us with special forces and law enforcement out there, they're, we're teaching them that the only way that you can be a warrior is to have some type of identity pin on us and go out in the world and be publicized. Um, so what's happening here is we are chasing a physical war that we're never going to get, especially our, as we get older. You know, my, There's no way I can go back and go to war. There were guys who retired and never saw a day of war, and we roll in as new SEALs, and we just get after it and go straight to war. It's just the luck of the draw. There's no science behind it. It is what it is. So what happens is when we can't get this, we continue to chase these things. More and more and more, it becomes a larger desire. Well, we're ne neglecting our spiritual side, and that means we're ne neglecting our home and everything else. So life begins to fall apart when these two are neglected or even one's neglected. So my biggest challenge was when I came back from uh, combat, you know, no big deal, didn't affect me, it is what it is. Um, I, my mind, and many of you have read Chris Kyle's book, American Sniper, and the movie, how his mind was always overseas. And it's the same thing. No matter how much you love your family, there's a part of you w that never leaves a sandbox. You will never find it. So I didn't understand. I didn't go to counseling. My wife and I at the time didn't go to counseling because um, I didn't think anything was wrong. You know, I thought it would just take a little adjusting, but I couldn't tell you what color I liked, what music I liked, what food I liked or anything. And I spent 10 years searching for the guy that left to go overseas. And he's not that guy. So I lost 10 years of my life. Um, you know, I tore you know my marriage apart at that time. Um, I did. I, you know, I was drinking i was into drugs you know i was drinking uh shoot friday saturday sunday tuesdays and thursdays till two o'clock in the morning 
And then, yeah, and then I worked in the oil field. So at two o'clock, we would leave the bars. We would go get our food, and we'd head out to the oil, you know, work in the oil rig and work a twelve-hour day, and then maybe recover. If not, we'd go do something else. So um, that <laughs> right there was my hardest, you know, thing to overcome in my life, just because I felt guilty. You know, I couldn't get into a healthy relationship because if I did meet someone who was nice, my guilt was still with my family. I didn't want myself to be happy, you know, when my children was home, um, you know, in a broken home and stuff like that. So it, it took me finding God to it took me finding God and it took years, you know, of studying and and really making that my main, my main focus to overcome that. That's that's a uh, great story. And what has been your greatest success, your best time of your life? Man, as much as I would like to tell you something exciting and throw it out there, I got to say my family. You know, I look back at everything. I when you when we as men, we search for something, we we're never pacified. You know, when I became, before I became a SEAL, I was like, man, once I become a SEAL, that's all I want. I'll be ready. I'll be, I'll be ready to, you know, handle life. And once I became a SEAL, I was like, man, I want to go to CIA. I want to go to the, you know, Secret Service. I want to do something else. I went to combat. But like I said, my biggest achievement overall is finding God. But um, what I do right now is uh, try my best to bring people to God by doing what's right and that is my happiest moments right there, believe it or not. Do you think, let me ask you this, do you think that sometimes people identify themselves from what they have done in the, you know, by how, what they have done in the past, like, you know, SEALs, you know, uh, SWAT officers, Green Berets, uh, doctors, whatever. Do you think that sometimes people hang on to that a little much and they don't get a chance to evolve and really go in that self-discovery journey and, and truly who they are. Man, you, you couldn't have said that any better. And this is something I talk about in a lot of the counseling I do, especially for men. Um, and, I, and I'll give you a great example. I've got a lot of uh, Marine friends. You know, Marines are the only service that has the mindset, once a Marine, always a Marine. And, and I say, I simply tell them, I say, look, you know, look where your life is. I mean, this is the first thing that I always hear from Marines. I was a Marine. I was this, I was that. You know, once a Marine, always a Marine. And that's great that they have that, and it's not something. Hey, my brothers, just a quick break in the action here. I want to talk to you about a company that I found about four months ago. I was looking for a good hat company, a company that actually had a brand, a lifestyle brand that you can go back to for different hats and just kind of feed yourself with positive energy. And the way that these guys have done it, you got to go check them out. Boston Scally Company is a name. Their hats are the best that I have ever seen. It's the typical old style Boston Scally, but reformed for a modern look. Man, you can wear that with shorts, with a suit, dress it up with jeans, however you want to do it. It is a badass hat. If you see me lately, you'll see me wearing them. And I got to tell you, they fit good, they look good, and they make you feel good. Go check them out and buy yourself a couple. I got to tell you, you're going to love them. BostonScally.com. And let Mike over there know that Rafa sent you. That they should hide. They should always be proud of what they've done. But like you said, when they live in the past, they are holding themselves back. 
um, and it's with anything else in life. So yeah, absolutely. It definitely holds you back from finding out who you are because I'm not a seal anymore. You know, I, when I first opened my business, the, one of the things I didn't want to do is advertise. I was a seal. I wanted to do it on my own to create my own identity. But what I found out was I was competing against, you know, experienced law enforcement who had 20, 30 years and stuff like that. And one of my friends told me, he said, man, you're going to have to do it. And so I broke down and I did it. And, but what it chalks up to is society, they don't, we don't respect normal people. Unfortunately, what we respect and we think is good is stuff like SEALs or special forces or law enforcement or doctors and lawyers. But what they don't realize, if you look at it, look at the politicians, look at uh, our church members, you know, high ranking. We're talking about molestation. We're talking about drug trafficking. You know, what they don't realize is that pen or our military service does not identify of uh, us of who we truly are deep down inside. It's just something we have done in our lives. So, yeah, we definitely need to. Um, once something's over, it's good to put it in, in the past and talk about it and never forget it. But you've got to re-identify yourself and, and move on in life or you're going to sit there chasing crap that, you know. Awesome. That's very good. Very, very powerful stuff right there. So tell me, when you wake up in the morning, give me an idea of what your day looks like. What is your ritual? Man, I tell you what, I work, like I said, I travel to California roughly two weeks out of the month. Um, <laughs> the first thing I do, you know, uh, I kiss my fiance, good morning. I get her coffee if she hasn't already gotten it from me. And then we sit there and we talk about the day, what we got going on. And we get up and I make her breakfast and, you know, why I'm here. And I would do a little bit of cleaning. I do, uh, I work out and I start hitting, you know, social media and talking to people however I need to talk to them. And, but the very first thing is obviously we get up and we pray, and uh, that's my main focus. So I have a pretty laid-back life when I'm at home, you know, outside of uh, just taking care of everything. Do you here, set so. goals? Do you look forward and say, hey, you know what, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, this is where I need to be or this is where I want to be? Are, are you that type of structured mentality, or are you pretty much kind of play it, you know, play it by the cuff? You know, I, I do both, and playing it by the cuff just means I don't let things um, discourage me because we're going to have to adapt and overcome, but absolutely. We've got to have the goals. Um, each one of us, we really need goals, and if we don't, you know, let, let's say if you want to be a doctor, you know, you literally have to lay it eight year plan out and you have to do like you said, every year you should be at this specific spot. And that's the only way we can grade our progression in life is to have goals like that. But um, for me, I've really removed most of the stuff out of my life, you know, um, the seeking just the materialistic stuff. Uh, so it's literally, you know, my main, our main priority is God. And then, you know, we got to have, we have to work and then fitness comes in there somewhere behind the family. Um, but so we have our personal goals of our family and our future and our retirement and stuff like that. And that's what we really focus on. Um, business is one of them, you know, so, but yeah, you got to have them definitely. Awesome. So, Talk to me a little bit about what your vision, your vision here coming up, your mission coming up over the next year or so is. You say you have a book coming out. I mean, talk to me about that. Well, like I said, you know, what I've done was 
my like I said, my biggest goal overall is just to help people um, find themselves, as you said, and more importantly, just to come to God. And the first book I'm writing is called The Warrior Within, and it's a building or molding the spiritual warrior. And like I said, it's based off of all scripture and it has a little bit of psychology in it. Um, there'll be some stories about me and stuff like that. There's not going to be a lot of war stories, and I tell you why. There, it does people no good to live by curiously of telling war stories about people dying. You know, it's not something we should be happy about. And if it's the way I look at life, it's not making us productive. I don't need it. You know, I don't need it in my life. I'm 41 years old, and I'm, we're not getting any younger. You know, so. So, like I said, it's very scripture-based, and the goal is, for one, for people to find God and to show people that you can't chase this warrior concept that we have that every man desires to, to go be in battle. You know, we have to face reality that some of us got an opportunity to do it, some of us didn't. And the modern-day warrior, it's so misconstrued. You know, it's about muscles, it's about speed, it's about fitness, it's about having all the cool guns, it's about being a former SEAL or law enforcement or SWAT, you know. And that is what society has trained everyone to think that a true warrior is than the modern day warrior. That is perfect, 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 perfect. Because my next question was, what is your definition of a modern day warrior? So I'm going to let you take it right from there. All right. So, and you know, men, again, I talk about this in my book, men have two warriors. You've got a physical warrior and you've got a spiritual warrior. If one's neglected, the other one's going to fail. And something I see big time today is because men have been demeaned, they have lost their purpose or never found their purpose in life as a protector, as a warrior, we're letting ourselves go. You know, the, the, the physical aspect, the body's going to crap, you know, we're not staying in shape. And you know, this affects our, our mind chemically. So then we're affected at home. I've actually talked to men or I've actually been uh, messaged by their spouses saying, hey, you know, thank you for what you post. I just want you to know my husband, he's he's got all of these credentials. And I'm sitting here thinking, damn, man, I want that. You know, he's a doctor. He's a counselor. He's he's you know, they're they've, they're raising foster kids on ranches and they're doing all, all of these amazing things. And he says he really struggles with the fact that he doesn't have that physical warrior instinct that you talk about and i said well you know this this is natural i said we have two of them and what like i said what men have to realize is you may not have ever gotten the opportunity and you never will it's just not god's plan for you but understand that the modern day warrior is not going over there fighting battles you know we are losing a war a spiritual war in our own home you know and and i challenge you men whoever listen is to do this when you go out you know you talk about how much you love your wives and your girlfriend and your children and all of this when you take your wife or your spouse out i don't care if it's a girlfriend i don't care if it's a first date you're going on you treat this woman with respect and what you'll find is you say you love this woman so much yet you're molded to society you don't pull their chair out you don't open their doors. You don't cook their breakfast. You don't bring them coffee because that's our that's the wrong mindset of a physical warrior. But but I, I can promise you this: this is one of the reasons why infidelity happens so much is because Satan is enticing women because men are failing in their own homes. I was not raised with these values. 
I was raised old school by my dad. Mom, you want to stick your finger in a fucking light socket? You go right ahead. I'll be here to kick you or shut the electricity off, but I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you learn the hard way. And I would do it. And that's how I learned, you know? So that is something I struggle with every single day is not repeating this with my children. And oftentimes I do that. I'm sitting here talking to my kids and I'm thinking, well, shit, man, I haven't taught him this. I need to, I need to get more involved in teaching this stuff. But absolutely, man, the spiritual warfare is, is God is number one. You know, Satan is destroying homes and, and people don't even for Christians alone, Christians alone, don't even understand that Satan is here on earth. He was cast here on earth. He is here with roughly one third of, you know, heaven's angels at the time causing havoc in our homes. And we're losing. We're losing a spiritual warfare because we are chasing the physical war that we'll never get. But now, now we go back to the psychology of this. We desire to be acknowledged as men, right? We want to be acknowledged that, hey, you know, thank you for doing this. We want to be these badasses. And, you know, the reality is people who are Christians, very few of them will get recognition, you know, for being a Christian and speaking the word of God. Few men will ever be told that, man, I really love what you're doing and looked up to for pulling his wife's chair out at dinner. So what we do is we chase the things that are going to give us a temporary satisfaction instead of a godly satisfaction. And that's that's a modern day warrior. Modern day warriors both. You know, that that physical mindset, that aggressive Neanderthal caveman man be shit is right there under the skin as a protector. And if it ever has to come out, it's just instant. So, man, you got to get your ass. Number one, if you're Christian, get your head in the Bible. You start treating your family better than the next. And you monitor this by the people around you, how they're treating their wives and their children and stuff like that. And then you get your ass in the gym and you start somewhere. You don't look at everybody else beside you. Who gives a shit if their muscles are five times bigger than you? You're not going home to them. You're not going home to them. So you need to get your mind right. You need to get your head right physically. Start being an extremist in CrossFit, running, um, whatever it is you want to do. And once your brain gets right, your body's going to get right, and you're going to be able to take care of your family. And that all those voids are going to be filled for the most part. There's, there's always going to be a little void for us chasing war. It's just who we are as men. But all these voids are going to be filled, and you're going to understand that you've been chasing shit that you – that'll never pacify you to begin with. That's right. That's right. And and Jason, I mean, this is what we are all about here. I mean, we are all about forging men into warriors. We're all about balancing the body, mind, and spirit. I am 100% in agreement with you where spirituality has to be the base. And you know, what we see here is that we, you know, there's a lot of people that believe becoming a modern-day warrior, becoming this type of individual is a police officer is a some type of first responder a military guy no you're 100 percent right it has really in the end has nothing to do with that each person is individual we need to understand the concept and understand the philosophy that yes when the shit hits the fan we gotta turn that beast mode on we have to act we have to take 
that violence of action and protect our families and protect ourselves, no doubt about it. On the flip side, like you said, there has to be that other nor- nurturing side of you, right, to, to the warrior, giving them the, of themselves with nothing expected in return. That is the type of individual that has the balance of body, mind, and spirit, and having the center, you know, whatever higher power you believe in, whatever center of energy you believe in, you have to adopt that to you know to to your way of life find that spiritual center because like you said without that jason uh man i mean we're just going to be apes out there walking around clueless that's basically what we are now and you know a lot of people don't like it when i speak that way and you can literally track you know with numbers and everything else how we're just slowly falling as a nation and and just to kind of add to something we haven't even talked about is the idea of patriotism is just absolutely disgusting, you know, and nowadays. It's just unreal. People think showing up on the weekends, getting drunk, going out, shooting their new guns, wrapping themselves in the flag, yet, you know, at some level we have to be, we have to produce more than we're consuming or we are not, our country's going to fail eventually. Maybe not in our lifetime, but it's going to fail because of it. That's a great point right there, and we can go on and on for hours on that one because of society, the way that it's just turning, and they're, they're taking these freedoms that they take for granted and, and applying them in such a way that, and, and, and my the way that I look at it, it's pretty disgusting. So um, that, that's a great point. That's a great point. All right, before we get going, let our listeners know here where they can follow you, where they can uh, you know, look you up, how to take your courses, and all that good stuff. All right, my personal, the only thing I use is uh, Instagram. My Facebook I use for family and stuff. My personal Instagram is Pike, P-I-K-E, underscore 5326. And then United Defense Tactical is United, underscore defense underscore tactical uh, most of our courses is ran in california up in piru northern we have 1600 acres at our leisure to run any type of course we want we're working on some helo courses right now and a few other things um if you guys are in a different state or city and you want to put some group training together we also do private group training so the sky is the limit we can do anything you want from water operations to helo operations to land warfare to close quarters battle all the way down to basic home defense and pretty much damn uh, that's awesome yeah. i gotta get up there man for sure that sounds freaking awesome well, we'd, we'd love to go out there all right my brothers um my brother are you gonna do are you gonna have some type of pre-order going on with your book or I, you know, I will, but right now, like I said, I'm really working on, I've got a few chapters mm-hmm. left. Um, gotcha. I don't, I don't want to jump the gun and get too focused on, um, taking orders and stuff like that. Cause then it's gotcha. going to distract me from that. But, uh, I'll definitely, uh, post it and kind of hit it all hard right. and heavy whenever I get it going. That's all right. For all our listeners, what I'm going to do here is I'll update that as long as uh, I get a link from you. What I'll do is I'll shoot that uh, link to pre-order whenever the book is ready so you guys can go grab one for sure. Man, my brother, let me tell you, this is a very deep conversation. Very, very good stuff out there. We would love to have you back on soon, man. I appreciate it, man. Just let me know. I'd love to be back. And just, man, thanks a lot for having me. Awesome, brother. Stay safe out there. All right.
There you have it, a great conversation with Jason. This guy is a warrior in all facets. He's a very strong spiritual man. He's a man of faith, but at the same time, he can kick ass and definitely bring you the heat. Absolutely tell it like it is, no holds barred with this guy. I hope you got a lot out of this episode because I know that I did. Spiritually, that connection, you gotta have it, specifically if you're a warrior-minded individual. Without that connection, it is a very difficult approach to life. But remember, like I always say, take action. Don't leave things on the table. Get up, do it, stop procrastinating, and take the nuggets of wisdom that you learn from this podcast and make it happen. Apply it into your life. All right, guys, please do not forget the Conclave of Warriors. This is the most powerful event of the year. You got to go check it out right now at conclaveofwarriors.com. Also, I'm going to give you an opportunity to get $100 off. If you stayed here towards the end of the show, this is a very simple code, June capital J-U-N-E. This expires June 15th. All right, guys. And like I said, these tickets will be sold out. So I recommend highly that either you get your general admission or your VIP, get them in as quick as possible. All right, guys. Until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.